Hi, welcome to the Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast. This podcast is to inspire, support, and build community for mothers raising children with autism. I'm Bridget Shipman, the host and creator of the Mother's Guide Through Autism. This podcast has been inspired by my son, Joseph, who has been living with autism for the past 28 years. Today, I want to talk about the judgment mother guides often feel and how to use self-compassion to work through the judgment. I know from my own experience and hearing from other mother guides that judgment is something you deal with on a regular basis. You might feel it at the supermarket when your child is having a tantrum or from a friend or family member at a gathering or at a restaurant. I've been there and I know that it's hard. This practice of self-compassion is really going to help you shift from the place of utter stress to feeling calmer and grounded when you're feeling that judgmental stare from someone. There are so many benefits of practicing self-compassion. As you practice this, you become kinder to yourself and others. Your happiness and joy will increase, and also you'll be living in the space of creativity and authenticity. I want to share what Dr. Kristen Neff's findings are, that self-compassion does reduce your anxiety, and it actually helps us make real changes in our life, which is what most of us are looking for, to feel lighter, changes in our lives. And self-compassion, according to Dr. Neff, also promotes a sense of common humanity, we can stop seeing ourselves from a victimized or a narcissistic point of view. Instead, we can accept that all humans suffer. So what is self-compassion? According to Dr. Kristen Neff, having compassion for yourself means that you honor and accept your humanness. Things will not always go the way you want them to. You will encounter frustrations. Losses will occur. You will make mistakes, bump up against your limitations, fall short of your ideas. This is the human condition, a reality shared by all of us. The more you open your heart to this reality, instead of constantly fighting against it, the more you will be able to feel compassion for yourself and all your fellow humans in this experience of life. I think that is a great way to explain what self-compassion is. We start with ourselves. And I know I personally experience so much suffering, um, again, because I just love my children so much. So a mother's heart suffers uh, often. And the one thing that motherhood has taught me, it's taught me really, truly the most about myself, but it's, and it's been my highest honor during my life. Motherhood has been rewarding, selfless, and it's the hardest thing I've ever attempted. I had no idea how much love that I would feel for my children. You have an idea, but you really, you don't know. 
And my heart just exploded uh, the first time I held my sons. You know, through this motherhood experience, I did a lot of self-evaluation based on others' opinions and comments of, of my motherhood. Because being a mom has been so very important to me. And from the external side of things, I had rave reviews from those that would make comments to me, tell me I was such a good mom. Um, but I also had negative reviews. And the, that's, very, that's very painful when you feel judgment from others, when you feel your your motherhood being questioned. And I've been told that maybe I'm weak. I'm entitling my sons. I'm not disciplining them hard enough. Give them more tough love, which has given me the message that um, because of my son's behaviors at different times, that I'm not doing a good job as a mother. So that creates a lot of suffering when you're feeling that judgment. Being judged on being a mom has been the harshest felt judgment that I personally have experienced. So when I think about, and and I've often mentioned taking Joseph to the grocery store, definitely receiving those looks of judgment and feeling that the looks and the whispers and the this and the that's really got to me. And often I didn't know what to do. Do I leave my groceries, which I have done when the meltdowns were pretty severe? Do I just try to calm him down and do the best we can? I've done it all. But then when you get to your your vehicle and you've made it through, that resonates, that energy and the negative looks and judgment stay, they stayed with me. And that didn't just happen at the grocery store. It happened lots of places. Trying to go out to eat, going to school, school events, community events, pretty much anywhere that we went, there would be that judgment, the feeling of it for sure. And that is very difficult to deal with. And I know that still to this day. So do I still feel judged now that Joseph is 28 years old? Um, I would say very seldom, but I'm in a different place now too, because if I would go back and have all these practices in place when I would feel that judgment, I think my perspective and my shift is different because I have been practicing self-compassion because I have my toolbox, because I understand that when I love myself, that I feel compassion towards those even that are judging me. And that's really, really hard to do. And it is a daily practice. It does not happen overnight. So I would say that what I see now is I see more of a lack of patience. Uh, I see confusion in others. I see that they don't know what to do when there are moments that they are presented with with people on the spectrum and 
they don't under they just don't understand. And so I I see things differently. I don't see it um, as anger, and I don't see it. I don't take it personally as as a mom anymore. I see a lack of patience, understanding, and compassion for other people. So that that's that inner work, right? This is what what we're talking about today. And how do we become more self-compassionate? How do we do that? Um, I do I do think that we spend so much of our time taking care of others and we're focusing on our daily tasks that really need to be accomplished. I know that I can so say that that's what I spent most of my time doing and still to this day, I'm really working on on um, staying more present, but I am spending um, my focus on my daily tasks. And ultimately, uh, forgetting to just take a moment to appreciate ourselves. Having compassion for oneself is no different than having compassion for others and should be given the attention and practice it deserves in order to to maintain a healthy mind. It really is important to practice this. And you do deserve it. And it does create a healthier mind. You'll be able to feel more joyful and you will have a healthier mind. I know for myself, I have to remind myself to practice self-compassion. Again, we're nurturers just what I just said, we tend to to forget about ourselves. We're so busy serving others, our children, um, our families, and uh, often we forget about ourselves. So I want to offer you some tools, um, turn this into a practice to begin your self-compassion journey. So the first thing, and I still do this, you guys, is give yourself permission to practice self-compassion. And this may seem obvious, but once you own it and you give yourself the permission to truly do this work for yourself, you'll begin moving in in that direction instantly. So write it down. I give myself permission to be self-compassionate each and every day. That can be a mantra for yourself as well. Put it up, but write it down and give yourself permission daily until it becomes something that you just naturally do. There are days, and I've been practicing this for quite a while, that I stop myself and I go, okay, I'm giving myself permission to be kind to myself, to really be compassionate and give myself the love that I deserve. You deserve the love. So give yourself the permission to it, to do it, to practice it. Give yourself permission to love yourself. So the next thing I want you to do is I want you to start noticing how you talk to yourself when you're in that place of judgment. So if you've just been out 
goodness knows where the world is right now. There's plenty of judgment going on. We've got it everywhere. And it is a human condition, but right now the judgment is is everywhere and it's heavy, very, very heavy. When you feel the judgment, I want you to go into yourself and just start noticing how you talk to yourself. What is your self-talk? Why is this so important? Because once you become aware of your self-talk, you become aware of where you are at with your self-love and your self-compassion. What is the scale? What is the language you're using with yourself? Is it positive? Is it loving? Is it angry? How are you speaking to yourself? So start noticing that, and then that gives you a good gauge of where you're at um, with the self-compassion and inner work that we're doing. Now, the next thing I'd like for you to do is to imagine, just close your eyes, take a breath, and imagine your very best friend yearning for compassion in his or her life right now. Now imagine and feel into all that love and compassion that you have for them. And now I want you to take all that love and I want you to write it down. Write down everything that you're feeling for your best friend in their time where they really need you. They really need a hug, love, compassion right now. Next, I want you to take this love for your best friend and write a letter of love and compassion to yourself. Write down all the beautiful things that you're offering this world, your children, family, and friends. Write this letter from a place of the love that you have and the compassion you have for your very, very best friend, the person that you truly, truly care about and you're there for, and turn this into being there for yourself. Next, I would like for you to keep the letter that you just wrote to yourself from the place of loving and compassion that you have for your best friend. I want you to read this letter as many times to yourself as you need. When you get into that place of judgment, go ahead, get this letter out and read it. Read it aloud. Listen to the words. Feel the love that you have for yourself and offer it to yourself with love and kindness. Remember, you don't need to earn this love and compassion for self. You deserve it because you're you. It's that simple just because you're you. I practice self-compassion each day. And one of the things that I, I'd like to do as I've added these, these steps in here for you to get going on the self-compassion, these steps are really powerful. You will feel an instant shift in how you feel. 
And I love that because as I practice these tools, this is giving me the creative space that I need to feel like I'm like I'm living into my gifts that I have to offer the world. You do, you have gifts, you have all this beautiful love and compassion that you can put out into the world. And remember, it's more powerful if you'll begin with yourself. You know, we talk about self-care and I work with a lot of clients when when I'm trying to explain the difference. Yes, Cosmetic care is important. Yes, go get your nails done, your hair done. We've been without um, during this COVID times, the coronavirus times, you know, so so go do that. Yeah, you do feel better, and that is self-care. But I'm talking about taking it into the inner work, the self-compassion, the deep work, of truly caring and loving yourself. That's the self-care I'm talking about. And this is what I really, really hope you begin to practice. And you're going to start feeling that shift. And like I said, you guys, you're going to feel it instantly. And the next time that you start getting those looks or you feel the actions of judgment coming against you, Just hold your head up high, kiss and hug your child, and send this message to the person of judgment, and then send this to yourself. May you be well. May you be happy. May you be free from suffering. I hope you begin your practice of self-compassion today. I want to share this quote that I came across that I absolutely love with what we're talking about with self-compassion today. You yourself, as much as anybody in the entire universe, deserve your love and affection. Buddha. I hope that stays with you as you move through your day. I also hope that you stay well and safe. I'm sending you all love. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review and share it on social media. You can download my free guide, Five Things I Wish I Knew Raising My Son with Autism by going to my website, bmvlifecoach.com. Also, please join our Facebook group, Mother's Guide Through Autism, to get support. Sending you all hope and love. Thanks so much for listening.